For lying and deception by the Israeli army and its propaganda machine, in the last few days, photos of dozens of Palestinian men stripped to their underwear, blindfolded, and made to kneel while detained by Israeli soldiers in Gaza can be seen in images that emerged on social media this past Thursday. The photos and videos were circulated widely by uh, NBC News, which was able to geolocate uh, some of the footage uh, in a city in northern Gaza. Uh, the men are seen wearing nothing but underwear as they kneel in a line surrounded by soldiers in full combat gear. And the soldiers are wielding guns uh, and you could see shoes and clothing just lying scattered uh, on the ground. The men are kneeling in front of a bombed out building that once housed a pharmacy and they uh, are later seen being herded uh, in the back of a camouflaged Israeli military vehicle to another location where they took more photos. And we have, uh, and we have three reports this morning, first from Al Jazeera, the second from Joy Reid of uh, MSNBC News, and the third from journalist Kim Iverson. Israel's being accused of staging a video purporting to show the surrender of Hamas soldiers. The footage on social media shows several dozen men stripped to their underwear. Israeli media says these are Hamas fighters arrested at the Jabalia refugee camp. One man is seen walking towards a soldier and handing over a rifle and handgun. But note here how he's carrying the rifle in his left hand. However, Al Jazeera's verification unit, Sanad, has identified a second take of the same video. The Palestinian man is now holding the rifle in his right hand. And like the first video, he walks forward to place the weapons in front of Israeli soldiers. Let's bring in our correspondent, Alan Fisher. He's joining us live from occupied East Jerusalem. And Alan, another Israeli video raising questions not just around how it's been made, but also how it's depicting its subject. Uh, I, I, and why is this important? Well, let me show you how the Israeli army is framing this in the Israeli media. Here's a headline from the Times of Israel in the last couple of hours, and it says, Israeli army chief Hamas rule in Gaza faltering leaked video shows apparent gunman surrendering. So apparent gunman, even the Times of Israel doesn't exactly uh, take on board everything that the army is saying. And so it's a concern that they would do this with the video, that they would stage this event. And it seems to be staged quite simply because there are two versions of this. And of course, then there are other questions. If these people are Hamas fighters, then they are prisoners of war. And prisoners of war are not to be filmed and humiliated in this way. That is against international laws and international regulations. Yet the Israeli army are using this footage to make the point that they are winning the war in northern Gaza, that they are slowly taking control of the area. And that has been their narrative, particularly over the last several days, that it has been a difficult fight, but they are winning the war. Now, we also remember just a few days ago when we had pictures of men who had been stripped to their underwear and were marched off and were hearing reports that they were taken away. Some were released several hours later, kilometres away from their home, with no clothes after being interrogated and beaten. And that, too has been a concern for human rights organizations that captives, whether they're from Hamas or whether they're civilians, as many of them were, 
uh, are being treated in such a way and this is happening on camera. And we know that perhaps maybe this is some soldiers who are filming it and sending it to friends and suddenly it explodes. But all soldiers are briefed before war about their obligations under the Geneva Conventions and filming prisoners in this way is not part of that. This comes as over the past day, videos and images have been circulating showing dozens of Palestinian men kneeling on the street, stripped to their underwear and blindfolded while being detained by Israeli soldiers. In one photo shared on social media, a group of men can be seen wearing what appears to be nothing but underwear as they kneel in a line, surrounded by armed soldiers in full combat gear. NBC News has not independently verified when these videos and images were taken. Joining me now is Hani Al-Madoum, Director of Philanthropy at the United Nations Relief and Work Agency. It's good to see you, Hani. Um, and I'm glad that you were able to come on. Uh, I know you've been through a lot and lost a lot in this war and including many family members. Um, but we were alerted that perhaps someone in that group, and we're going to show that picture again, is a member of your family. Can you tell us if that is accurate and if so, who he is? <laughs> Yeah, Joy, this is my little brother, my baby brother, Mahmoud. He is uh, 32 years old. He was taken from his home. He was playing with uh, his two daughters, Noor and Sham. And he is 100% and a full-time civilian. A lot of the people in the image there, they're family members. And they've also taken my nephew, that you see him in a different picture. And the only reason we know this is because the IDF released this footage to share and to show the world how to humiliate Palestinians. They are meant for domestic consumption, to show the Israelis that, hey, we're arresting Palestinians. Sadly, they're dubbing them as combatants. And this is just a sad, cruel joke because none of the folks in this image have anything to, anything to do with fighting. They were taken from their homes with their spouses and daughters. They're sheltering, seeking uh, safety. And sadly, that's, you know, that's my little brother. And it's shocking because he's not involved in anything. He can't, you know, he can't run two meters, unfortunately, but they still dub him as a combatant. And it's sad because you feel violated. You know, this is your baby brother and you've been meeting with people high in our government here in the U.S. And somehow I feel like I failed him. Well, you certainly did not. You are doing your best to try to get the information out about what's happening there. Where where was your brother and your cousins and et cetera? What part of Gaza were they in? They were in northern Gaza in an area called Mashru'a Beit Lahia, the Beit Lahia project. This is our the third home that my family have moved to. Our other home was destroyed an hour and a half before the truce that killed my younger brother Majid. May his soul rest in peace. Last time we spoke, I had three brothers, Joy. Now I have two. Yeah. I miss him. I try to send him messages in WhatsApp now and then, and I want to share location as we used to. And he's gone an hour and a half before the truce. The home is gone. Four-story buildings I co-own with him. My family is now homeless. They found shelter inside my great-uncle's home. And even then, the troops came in looking for them and humiliated them in front of their families and their kids. And this is insane because this is like meant to humiliate the Palestinians. And somehow the Israelis are convincing themselves that buys them safety. I doubt that our history shows that this has ever worked. And I'm broken for my brother. He was put stripped in the cold. They put him in the beach for a few hours. Roughly, you know, just uh, insulting them, taking pictures of them and mocking them to insult their manhood and showing their buddies and various Israeli telegram groups, the images of those civilians. And it's unfortunate. It really is. Um, I 
I, I want to read, a, this is a, I'll read part of this statement um, from the, the IDF. They've said over the past day, IDF and ISA forces apprehended hundreds of wanted suspects throughout the Gaza Strip during combat in Shajaya, Jabalia, and Khan Yunis. IDF troops apprehended hundreds of terror suspects. These suspects were transported by two security forces in Israel for further questioning. Um, they are saying that the people that they are detaining are terrorist operatives and suspects. Um, what do you make of that? Uh, that's if they were really suspects. This, these people were released within 10 hours of their detention. If they had any grain of truth in that statement, those folks would not be released. I'm happy my family is released. The Israelis know these are not fighters. They've grabbed people as old as my dad, 72 years old, as young as, as, young as Omar, he's 13 years old. And it just feels like, what can we do about this? This is just really unfortunate because our family members are not involved in anything. I vouch for every single one of them, our neighbors, that particular area where they say Jabalia is. I know a lot of these young men, they're trying to make a living somehow. My, my nephew tried to go to Europe to find a better job. He almost drowned in the Mediterranean. His mom pushed him to come back to Gaza, and now she regrets that decision. Can you imagine Joy being my mom? She buried a child, yeah. took her a week to get to their bodies, and then now they round up her kid to a known place, and then they humiliated her husband, who's a teacher of 40 years. This is a bit much for our family, but yet we stand yeah. to tell their stories. Uh, and I cannot, I cannot imagine, and I'm so sorry, and uh, my deepest condolences to your mom. Yes, she and your family have been through a lot. Well, extremely disturbing in images have been coming out of Gaza of men stripped nearly naked, hands bound, who are being detained by the IDF. Look at these images here. Uh, these men, these images are coming out. Now, I Israel is saying that these were Hamas, that they, that they, their claim initially was that these men crawled out of a tunnel, that they were then um, arrested by the IDF, obviously stripped naked to make sure that they didn't have any weapons on them, and that it's a big win for Israel. This is what they were initially saying. What was interesting about this, though, is that the reports, even from Times of Israel, actually didn't say that these were Hamas fighters. And Times of Israel is a very right-wing news organization, pro-Israel news organization. And um, and they were even saying these were Gaza men. They weren't saying Hamas fighters. I want you to look at this image right here. Go back to the other image. This image right here. Now, the claim was that these were Hamas fighters, but look at those sandals on the ground. I mean, these are the men's shoes. And those do not look like the shoes of fighters. These are sandals. It's actually a very disturbing image. Um, this I don't know how any person who's seen images of the Holocaust can look at this and not see some equivalencies here with shoes, you know, and people being rounded up. And um, I mean, it's just uh, these are very similar images that we and and it was a very similar excuse. I mean, back during the Nazi times, they were saying, well, they're. They're criminals. We have to, you know, they're, they're, they're committing crimes. They can't assimilate. They're different than us. We, we have to preserve our culture. We have to preserve. And then they were doing very similar things. So you've got all these men being rounded up. Now, here's the Times of Israel uh, article. These images are just terrible. You know, these men being, many of them are older. You, you know, you've got, but they're all what the IDF claimed of fighting age. So they originally said, these are Hamas fighters. They crawled out of a tunnel. We arrested them. See, look at our victory. Probably because they've been 
raked through the coals lately over um, over their extraordinarily high death rate of civilians to mili- to uh, to combatants. They've not, you know, they, they keep fudging the numbers to try to make it sound better than it actually is. But they originally said we've killed about a thousand Hamas fighters. And that was when the reports were they'd killed 15 to 20,000 civilians. So that's not a very high ratio of civilian, you know, there, there are a lot of civilians, many of them children and women, most of them. And um, so then they started fudging the numbers and saying, well, no, actually, we've killed 5,000 Hamas fighters, which would have been all the men. So they're claiming that every man they killed in Gaza happened to be a Hamas fighter. And then they start, they release these images and these videos here where, they're, where they say, well, look, we found all these Hamas fighters. Look at these people. And yet there are no guns in these photographs. We don't see any weapons at all. And they're wearing sandals. And on top of that, some of these men have been recognized as journalists. But look at this Times of Israel sheet. So Is- Times of Israel says Gaza men, exposing the fact that these are not. So they say footage shows dozens of Gaza men, so not Hamas said to have surrendered to IDF, reportedly many, um, reportedly may be Hamas suspects. So they start off, you know, Times of Israel is even kind of skeptical of the IDF's claim. So they say, these are Gaza men, uh, maybe Hamas, right? So that's the first clue that there's not really any evidence that these are actually Hamas fighters. Then people pointed out that there was actually a known journalist in the pics. Uh, this is... This is, uh, here's this tweet, the occupation, this um, translates, this was in Arabic, the occupation arrests al-Arabi al-Jadid, correspondent Dia al-Kalat in northern Gaza Strip. So saying he's one of the journalists who's been arrested. Here's, here he is. You can actually see him amongst the civilians. They've got him circled there. Among the civilian detainees photographed by the occupation army is fellow journalist He's the bureau chief of the news of that particular newspaper in Gaza who appears in this photo. There he is. Um, a, a person who knew him said, I begged him to leave, move to the south, but he replied he could not leave his disabled daughter and old mother. Uh, Rami Abdu, Euro Mediterranean human rights monitor, speaking about his friend, Dai Kalat, who's kidnapped by the Israeli army in Gaza along with many other civilians. So this is, and here's another picture of him. So you're going to kind of get, um, that is the journalist who is pictured in there. And he has a disabled daughter and older mother. Now, what people are saying is that the men in the North, anyone who's been left in the North, they've rounded up the men. These are the reports we're getting, that they've rounded up the men. And this is what they're doing to the men. And then they've, the women and children, they've, are trying to move South. They've, I don't know how they're moving them South. If they're making them walk would be my guess, or they're, transporting them if they are disabled, but they're clearing out the North. Now, I don't know the last time I've ever heard of a war zone being cleared out of every single civilian, every single last civilian being cleared out of a war zone. People live in war zones. My mother grew up in a war zone. Aleppo was a war zone. You didn't, the civilians are still there. Afghanistan, people are still living there. I, I mean, Mariupol in Ukraine, people are still living there. Civilians still live in these war zones. Now, many of them get killed. They're not supposed to. Militaries are supposed to take great precautions to ensure that they don't actually kill civilians. Um, that is not what's going on. But but it's very odd for a military to go and actually clear out every single last remaining civilian from an area. That is not normal. So the only reason why you do that is if you're trying to clear the area, not because you're actually wanting to do it for their safety. Oh, it's not safe here. you got to go. 
No, that's not why you're doing it. It's not because, well, there's combatants and you might get bombed. You might be caught in crossfire. That's the normal. People flee on their own. We've seen many refugees flee war. People will leave on their own because they don't want to get bombed. They don't want to be caught in the crossfire. They don't want to risk it. So they take their families and they leave. But that's their choice. Maybe there's some countries or humanitarian organizations that, that try to help them leave. But it's ultimately still their choice. They can still stay. We're seeing something totally different go on here in northern Gaza where Israel's actually clearing them out, every single last one of them. And that's the report that we're getting. So here's some more confirmations that these men are civilians and not Hamas fighters. Here is, um, this is Motaz. He is a, a very, he's heavily followed journalist um, in Gaza. Israeli army arrested Palestinian civilians from a school in Beit Lahaina, Lahaya in the north, north of Gaza Strip and forced them to take off their clothes and left them in the cold street before detaining them. They were all civilians. So this journalist is saying these were civilians. He lives in Gaza. He's there in Gaza. He's been following everything that's going on. And the evidence looks like they're civilians. They're wearing flip-flops and there's no weapons. And then here's um, Times of Israel pretty much seemingly confirming that these are civilians saying IDF says troops troops probing those left in Jabalia and Shajaya for ties to Hamas. So these are civilians. They've now confirmed it, but they're probing them to see if they're Hamas. So that's what they're doing. Now we know these are civilians. They're being probed. These, uh, the IDF is thinking maybe they're going to get some Hamas fighters out of them. Maybe some of them are Hamas and they'll be able to, to have a win. But this is the problem, right? They start off with these images. They, they, oh, look, we got all these Hamas fighters. And then people say, well, those don't really look like fighters. And they're wearing flip-flops. And wait a minute, that's somebody we know. That's not a Hamas fighter. And then they kind of bow. Okay, well, we're actually, um, we're, at, we're interrogating them. We've arrested them and we're interrogating them to see if they're Hamas. But really what they're doing, they're clearing the north. They're getting rid of anybody and everybody left in the north. There's tens of thousands of people left and they are clearing them. And this is the way they're doing it. There have been some other uh, really terrible reports that have come out um, making a lot of claims, but I don't want to talk about those claims about what the IDF may or may not be doing to certain people until that's verified. Um, but there have been some other claims that have been really, like, terrible. But, you know, um, we have to wait and see. Unfortunately, we need to continue to gather some evidence. But it has been it's been really bad what we have seen so far. It's, it's all pretty bad. But again, how do you explain that they're clearing out every single last civilian from the north and they're moving them to the south and now they're bombing the south? You'd think that they'd tell people, well, go back to the north because now we're coming after the south. So why don't you guys get back up that way? Go back to your homes if they're still standing. But, um, yeah, this is just devastating imagery coming out of rounding people up, detaining them. I mean, these... Um, this is going to go down as this is very shameful, very shameful. The entire episode seems like a cruel joke, a joke that might just backfire on the Israelis in the future. One uh, human rights worker said it was, quote, stupid, adding that, quote, is the joy the Israelis get from seeing naked Palestinian men humiliated worth compromising their future sense of security and safety. 
He suggested that the experience could and would radicalize uninvolved people. I think he is correct. The radicalized will come back with a vengeance, seeking justice.